the fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. As far as this championship match is considered, son, I don't give a damn if it's Davey Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come. And when I get the shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Obviously anything but humble, the fourth prestigious king of the ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Get in here. What you doing? Just getting ready. Uh-oh. Ready for the coronavirus? I heard about it. You heard about the Dallas thing? Uh, something about uh, some police officers or something. Yeah. What was the story? That they got sent home because they they're arresting a suspect that had the symptoms of it. Uh oh. So we see. Could go bad. You got your you got your kit ready? You ready to head out? Get out of there? Uh, we see if it gets bad. Get your get your little uh, ammo box loaded up. We we got food. All that stuff set up, so stick to the back roads, make your way down to the can. Mm. It's like I was telling Aaron, I got a cousin up, but see I don't know where he built it, so that's gonna be the problem is figuring out where he put the damn thing. But I got a cousin that built one of those underground bunkers. He took one of those big tin, one of those big buildings, like you, like you would have a culvert, you know, like a, like a big drainage culvert. Oh, and shoot. He dug out a big-ass fucking hole with a, with a backhoe and dropped that fucking thing in there and, like, set up a bed and supplies and shit. I'm, I'm sure there's a shit ton of guns in there. He's one of those super, super, like, right-wing Trump can do no wrong type of guys like all praise Trump. He's ready for it. All the badness. In fact, uh, one time him and uh, Jacob, who gets on the podcast every now and then, had a little bit of disagreement on my page. They were talking about, uh, we we're talking about, you know, free energy. Let me text Aaron real quick, let him know. And I was saying, why don't we, you know, I'm okay with us, you know, still using oil, but why not explore? Um, alternatives anyways, just to explore. Oh, yeah, I remember. And Jacob was like, why are you letting him, why are you trying to meet, m make middle ground with him? Just just rip his head off. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to, you know, I kinda, 
I mean, I have to see this guy at least twice a year at family events, so I'm not going to go crazy on him, you know? Yeah. No, I'll make it awkward silence at family reunions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of my family members where that, that happens. Like, they are awkward whenever they're around in each other. Boy, that sucks. What is this? So, uh, I still want to find out. Uh, I finally saw that podcast y'all did that was the latest one. I want to see if Aaron. It was funny. You keep asking Aaron. It's like you uh, have you decided? He's like, oh, I got to talk to her first. You, you, and like you said, he's already decided. He's gonna leave. <laughs> he's like, boy, there's no talk about it. Just tell her. You know what? It would have been better if he just left her a note. That would have been better because he's gonna have to face her. Oh, pull the pull the one day, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, do something because Shane he. He's gonna be like, "Oh, I feel bad about it, but I gotta do what I had to do, guys. It's a government job." So I got a, I got a spoiler. If you want to know what, what <laughs> I don't know all the details, but I could tell you. Uh, it's probably better if you just listen to it. Okay. So, or if he gets on tonight, I'm sure it'll come up. But I don't know. Maybe he'll work it out. Daniel. the the, the most frustrating thing about that, and I. I'll just go ahead and say it again because I'm sure the listeners are getting sick and tired of hearing about it. <laughs> the, the most frustrating thing was, okay, to pay off his traffic warrants, three thousand dollars. Yeah. To get this book published, eight thousand dollars. He spends three thousand dollars to get the book published when he could have spent that money to get rid of his warrants yeah. and get the car fixed. And it's like, don't you? Can't you see that? Like, can you not see that you could have had it so much easier? Instead of writing this fucking book and thinking you're going to get paid for it. You know what that's called, Shade? It's sanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, you know, it's just, it's it's mind-numbingly stupid. Like, I I get trying to be creative. And Aaron yeah. wants to be creative. I get that. And I understand. But here's the problem. Nobody wants to read, I mean, yeah, the, the title, Baron, Fire and Ruin. Yeah, that makes me, I just really can't. And then I was talking to somebody who read the, and I could talk about Aaron ad nauseum because he's not going to fucking listen to this. But one of my friends who actually likes to read, like he really likes to read. He'll read anything. He read my book and uh, wanted to read uh, Aaron's book. So he goes to the page and he pulls up the link and he's like, I, I got bored just reading the fucking description of it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what Cliff said. Yeah. I, I think even Steve, uh, he said that, that that first part where the epilogue is supposed to tell you about the a little bit about the book, it's supposed to get you excited to read it. Yeah. Not to give me like, oh man, this is a pass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it was. I mean, the whole. I mean, and if you're going to do a story about what werewolves, you know, make it interesting. You know, make make something cool about it. But I don't know. He just, you know, I did try- he base it loosely on himself, like a guy that works at a grocery store? And <laughs> well, that that was his other story. That was a superhero story. He was so in his superhero story, the other one that he is working on <laughs> he worked at he worked at a fucking food right like he didn't even try it was just a food right and it was in a small town and his mom didn't make a lot of money and he was on his own in this harsh world and he gets attacked by a bunch of wild dogs one day and gets injured and it's like come the fuck on a wild dogs like a pack of wild dogs really that's what took you out i mean fuck man throw a rock at him or some shit <laughs> And how many wild dogs are running around Texas? And uh, the, uh, the the combat stuff, like where he's in this war zone, he described that. That was okay. But the whole part about his 
the childhood, I was like, come on, man. It's just way too fucking obvious. Yeah. So what's the spoiler? You got to give at least one spoiler. He oh, left, did he? I can tell you uh, <laughs> a decision has been made. So I can tell you that much. I'll just let you figure out the rest. Well, what's crazy, uh, you did the episode. He's like, well, we're going to find out on Sunday. And you were like, well, I want to find out as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> because you, when I went married for the podcast, y'all said he's going to – she she won't find out about the test till later, but he's right. he he said he has to talk to her on Sunday because he has to make this decision to leave, right. which AKA going to leave. Yeah. And, <laughs> he's a match, man. I I don't get it. I don't get the thinking. I I I, uh, I was so pissed when he said he canceled that book. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You threw three grand in that. Like, how can you just walk away for three thousand dollars and be like, ah, I just want to get it out there. Like, why? Why get it out there? You you paid for these people. You're almost halfway there. Yeah. You know, think okay. Things slow down. That's fine. Pick it back up one day. You know. I mean, yeah. I don't get it. So that was that was his dumbassness. That was his. Uh, that's all him. And I, what can I do? I can't talk to him. I couldn't win. Like he was saying on that that one podcast that uh, well, I, I came to you with the contract and you said it was good. You said it was a good contract, and I was thinking. You know, oh, yeah, was, I remember. I remember. Yeah, the contract was good because it was from a legitimate company. But if your book is so good, why are you going to spend $8,000 for them to sell it? Like, yeah. sell the book on its own. You don't need fucking them, to, you know? And he said he submitted to all these companies and none of them responded. Well, that's what you got to try out for a competition. You got to try like a talent show or like some kind of writer's thing. You can't just throw it out there and be like, here's my book. And, eh. And then you got a you got a synopsis that looks like that. Nobody wants to read that shit, man. You got to yeah. say some. Uh, yeah, he could have done something like the the wolf, you know, snarled as he took a bite, and this is the world of Baron Fryer and ruin something like that. But the bullshit is, and I don't get why he's got to make it sound like Shakespeare. It sounds like you're fucking reading the. You remember that that shit they had us read in high school, the Scarlet Letter? Do you remember that? Yeah, bullshit? that's how he fucking writes. Like the 1700s. Nobody wants to read that. You you said that was saying, like, sometimes Aaron wants to talk a certain way. People are like, you, and you told me once a few, well, a few times, like, Dave, who fucking talks like that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you'll hear it on the podcast. He had a situation where Jamie, his, his girlfriend, took him to a, a flea market down there in a fucking, and where they live at. And it was like for, uh, like, wood carving or some bullshit like that. And apparently she's all into this fucking wood, wood carving shit. And uh, and she goes in there and she's like, "Hey, uh, don't talk to this person, and and they won't like this. They don't like jokes." And <gasps> I heard like, that podcast. Oh. Yep. Yeah, she's telling him like what not to say, you know. And I was like, "Yeah, Aaron, because you say stupid shit." Like yeah, you told him, he's like, "What can? Uh, what was it? He wanted to say a joke, but uh, what happened? Like I forgot what you said." Or what he said, and of course, no one laughed at it. And you, I think you even called him out. I was like, Aaron, you do, uh, was it John or you that said something about do people laugh at your jokes or <laughs> were y'all around? They don't. I go, I'm at family events with him, like, like I'll laugh at some stuff he says, but I laugh because of how fucking dumb it is. Like, it's not because it was see, well you see the opposite, he thinks you're laughing. With him, not at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, he'll he'll get, you know, and he's he, he 
He, but see, the thing is with his stuff, like the stuff that I laugh at that he's doing, it's when he's mocking people, like he's making fun of other people. And that's kind of funny. But if you don't know the person and you don't know what the hell Aaron's doing and you just think he's over there looking stupid, you know, and his jokes are bad, man. His jokes are bad, boy. <laughs> yeah, he tried to steal John's joke one time, remember? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. Like, the very next day, he's like, oh, he's writing it down. He's like, I'm going to use this for tomorrow. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot, man. So, yeah, of course, you know, he's not making any friends with that chick's her group because he he's the way he is. And then he was talking about, well, I've lived on my own for nine years. It's kind of hard. And I was like, how hard is it to fucking do the damn dishes, clean it? I mean, she's paying for everything. Fucking enjoy the ride, son. I don't get that. What what what? And he wanted to work on her car. Like, why you got to fuck with her car? Yeah, I heard that part too. I was like, I like John told him, just do it. If you if yeah. you mess up, it, it's your it's your fault. But if you do it good, <laughs> it, you, you get bragging rights. That's what I'm saying. You got sometimes you got to take the chance. But the problem is, Daniel, I'm pretty sure he would fuck it up. And so he knows that. Yeah. He knows <laughs> yeah, I heard him gloating about, yeah, I worked on this and this. You were working on parts, <laughs> not a whole damn vehicle. Yeah. Like I, a, I a part of a part. <laughs> Man, Daniel, I grew up with Aaron, and I can remember one summer, like, I, I uh, when I moved off, you know, because before I moved off, I'd cut the grass. And I, I cut grass in the neighborhood. I made a little bit of money off it. I cut, I was like, Hired by the uh, church across the street from us. I did all their landscaping. That was like my summer thing. I always did that for a little extra money. And uh, they had a couple of houses in the neighborhood I would hit up and cut their grass. And um, so I was cutting grass all the fucking time. Well, once when I left, I mean, there was nobody there to cut grass. And uh, I'm, I'm working full time. I'm going to college. And my mom's grass is starting to get high. And Aaron's living there at the house, you know, going to high school. And I was like, Mom, you just got to get Aaron out there to cut the grass. I can't I can't get out there and cut it all the time. He's there. Get, tell him to get off his butt and go cut the grass. He's sitting there watching fucking Scooby-Doo marathons for, like, <laughs> Doritos and shit. Or Cheetos. That was his thing. He like, he'd get those Cheetos, get his fingers covered in cheese, and lick them while he's fucking watching Scooby-Doo. And I fucking hate Scooby-Doo. <laughs> What's that, boy? A new picture. Oh, it's a shit thing? Um. Anyways... He goes out there to try to, st- so I guess mom finally, you know, had enough. It's like, get your ass out there and cut the grass. So he goes out to the lawnmower and, and of course it doesn't have any gas in it, you know, so it's low on gas. He goes over, grabs a gas can, pours it all in the tank, tries to start it. And this fucking black cloud of smoke comes out and it fucking starts making loud noises and shit. And he's still like fucking cranking it, cranking it, cranking it. That bastard took the can from the weed eater and poured the weed eater gas into the fucking lawnmower. And it's, it's in a smaller can, like, when have we ever used that small can to fill up the fucking... So, you know, of course he fucks up the damn lawnmower. And no no grass is cut that day. Like... Fucked <laughs> up the whole situation. And now he's going to go repair a fucking engine. Yeah, that's great, Aaron. Like, yeah. you, said, like you said one time, he said... Uh, he needs structure again. He needs to go back to the military, Shade. I remember yeah. you told me he doesn't eat greens. He doesn't eat... Uh, <laughs> He just no. eats the, the, the meats, and that's it. Chicken nuggets, Totino's pizza, a fucking cheeseburger, Taco Bell. And sometimes we hear him heating up that damn pizza in the uh, microwave. You remember? <laughs> heating that fucker up. He's like, oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> scraping his fucking plate. Like, he finds, like, the loudest oh. fork or something, dude. Scrape well, the shit out of it. 
I know I know it for the longest time he would just what he would do is he'd take get that Totino's box. And I don't think he can do this anymore because they don't sell them in boxes. But he used to take that box and uh, pop the pizza out and then cook it on top of the box. And just eat the damn thing off the box. That's straight up lazy, Shane. Karen clean the doesn't want to take the time to wash the fucking plate. That's just a, that's lazy right there. <laughs> he can't do that shit anymore unless he gets that big pack box. He cooked it in the fucking microwave, man. He put it in there for a minute and a half. <laughs> Take it out, fold it up like a sandwich, and just cram it in. Just cram the whole thing in. It's like basically eating pizza slot, pizza goo, like soggy pizza. He's still living a bachelor type life for him, I guess. Well, I'm sure Jamie put a fucking stop to all that shit. And oh yeah. You know, now he has to eat real food. He probably fucking hates it. He told me he told me one time we were eating, so I was like, come on, man, it's really good. You gotta try it. And he just looked at me and said, I don't like trying new things. And I'm like, Yeah, I know that. But you fucking need to try new things. You can't just live off Raymond noodles and fucking Totino's pizza your whole damn life. Yeah, uh or one of our ex roommates, uh he we want we wanted to go check out this Lebanese place, right? Yeah. And he was like, Oh, what they got there? Uh, you know, beef, chicken. He, he and Susie said that he was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "That's what you eat anyway, beef." I was like, uh, and we went in the restaurant eating the food or whatever. He's just picking at it with his fork. We're like, "Now we're gonna try. Now we're gonna get a few bites out of it." It's like, come on. <laughs> Aaron said he's sense. watching. He's watching Jackass Three. That's why he's not joining in. Oh well, that's mm. him. Like, like he's a busy guy right now. Oh, yeah, he's fucking slammed, damn. He, he can't, can't I remember you called the belt the other day. You told him, okay, Aaron, what do you do all day? Well, uh, I do laundry. We, we talked about this. It's like, yeah, you do laundry. How long does that take, Shane? For eight you hours. In, you put it in the washer. You, you leave. You can even forget about it. They put it in the dryer. Leave it there for a while. It's like, come on. Apparently, he's been doing our family tree. He's been doing the Ancestry.com. Like, he's been mapping out all Jay, the family members. This is like excuse you said. <laughs> That's like, like, to be lazy. That's an excuse right there. He, he was telling my mom the other day, he's like, yeah, uh, your grandpa uh, was in World War One, or your great-grandpa or something like that and was... Getting all this, all the stuff, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's interesting. But damn, it's what you do all fucking days. Just look at old family members and find photos and stuff. Watch, you go, you go look back at it. You go like, you Britney's tree keeps growing. Uh, part of the branch keeps growing. There's Aaron stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so you just want to fix it. You kind of need to end it there too. I mean, just end the tree. He's going to have what? What happened to him? Oh, he was working on the uh, the family tree, and you know? then it stops out there. <laughs> he's just ridiculous, boy. It's just uh, I don't know, man. He's so frustrated. I was so pissed when he said that he wasn't paying for that book. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I remember. How do you drop $3,000 and just walk away? Like, that's a fucking down payment on a nice car. Or he could have got him a very good used car. I yeah. $3,000, Shane? Yeah. And, uh, at Corsicana, I drove, uh, went there the other day. You you could get a pretty nice car for $3,000. Yeah. And not, but not Aaron. I can't, I can't ever get ahead. Things don't know. And he was like, I wasn't expecting to get hurt at work. I'm like, that's what? excuses. Why Every time. All in one basket. You, you got, you know, you got this job that you, You've said many times you don't like it there. You don't like how they run it. You complain about the management constantly, but that's going to be your meal ticket. That's your way out. And it's a job you don't even like. That's like a guy at work, Shane. He blames something that happened to him 10 or 11 years ago. And we'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure on this check because of this, that this happened in a couple of years. I was like, you still 
bouncing back from that? That's like years ago. It's just crazy shit how people think. Yeah. Well, Aaron's Aaron's in that group. Tags out of date, six years out of date. I mean, just ridiculous, man. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know what to do about Aaron. I'm hoping that this girl he's with will set him straight and get his life fixed. I mean, but part of me gets worried that, you know, he's going to get her knocked up, then he's going to split. Now he's got child support and it's just going to make it all worse. Yeah. <laughs> the, the boy trifecta is coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, too. Like, she fails the test, he leaves, but gets pulled over. <laughs> gets, and we're like, yep. That's. <laughs> You get that phone call. Oh, hey, Shane, can you give me some cigarette money? <laughs> You're going to be like, hell no. I'll bail people out, man. I remember the first time he went to jail, my mom called. She was like, you're taking him to jail, Shane. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, what do you want me to find? <laughs> Shane, you as a person, what can you do? Is it, If you bail him out, that that's uh, that's on you. you yeah. You're out money. Yeah. You don't know when he's going to pay you back. He's not. And then he, he he could do the same thing again. That's how that keeps happening. You got the uh, it just what is it called the triangle? I forgot what it's called. It's just a dilemma. You get the yeah. you you get the shitty part of the stick. The yeah, end. pyramid scheme. He uh, well, so yeah, the first time he went down, so my mom called me. She's like, "This is how much just to bail him out." It was like thirteen hundred bucks, and I'm like, "Okay, well, all right, yeah." That he's that if it's thirteen hundred bucks to bail him out, mom, it's not because of traffic tickets. And then my mom had a friend of hers who's somebody I've known since I was a little kid. I can I I guess then what happened was my mom was crying, she's upset, you know, her baby boy is going to jail. And uh so her friend calls, she's like, Well, this is how much it costs to bail him out. Is there anything you can help with? No, I'm not fucking bailing him out. I don't bail anybody out. And first of all, he's lying. He told you it was traffic tickets, it's theft. Yeah. So why would I bail him out if he's going to steal $2,500 of mer- merchandise from Best Buy and I'm supposed to go bail him out because he was yeah. in a hard time? But if yeah, you I, the whole story, Daniel, it doesn't make sense. Like, I tell my dad, and my dad's a fucking criminal. Like, he's been doing <laughs> I tell my dad, and he's like, he's got to be doing drugs. He's got to be doing drugs. Like, that's my dad. And I was like, no, he's this fucking stupid dad. He's not doing it on drugs. Everybody thinks he's doing drugs. He's not doing drugs. He's just a fucking idiot. So what happened is... He gets out of the Navy, right? Goes, does his time. I think he was in there for eight years. You know, did everything he was supposed to do by the book. You know, was a good little Marine or uh, corpsman. And, um, you know, was taking care of business. He gets out. And we're all saying, okay, go to the fire department. Go to the hospital. Get your job as an EMT. You were a medic. The skills will transfer over. You can do it real easy. And I think think Bill Stovall even offered him a job. He's like, hey, you can start with us. We'll, We'll put you to work. And Aaron's like, I'm gonna go to Fuck med school. That shit. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go to Baylor and I'm gonna go to med school. Okay, first of all, you just don't decide you're going to fucking Baylor. Yeah. Like you, you have to apply. You have to have really good grades. You got to have good references. You can't just fucking show up uh, unless you got a shit ton of money. And Aaron did not has not ever had a shit ton of money, even though he had a GI bill. Um, so. Instead of going, um, so what he does, he goes to Waco, he starts taking some community co- courses, and he moves in with this kid named Wally Lang. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, Wally, uh, you know, his parents, I think they died a long time ago. He lived with his grandma. Either something was wrong with his parents. And when he got into high school, 
All he did was get baked. That's all that kid did. Just smoke weed, just chill. Bake and chill. Best roommate ever, huh? <laughs> yeah. So Aaron moves in with this fucking clown. And I told Aaron, he's like, hey, I'm looking to move in with Wally West. And, I, or, and I'm like, or uh, Wally Lane. And I was like, okay, Aaron, I'm going to tell you right now. Do not call me asking if I will co-sign on a lease. Because the answer is no. I will not co-sign on a lease. And Daniel, I'm shitting you not. Like three days later. Is there any way I can get you to co-sign on that lease, Shane? No, motherfucker. I just told you I'm not fucking doing it. Like, there's a reason why nobody wants to let you into that fucking apartment. They know what's going to happen. So it gets into the apartment because he's a fucking idiot. I guess they borrowed the money. No, he took out a payday loan. Shane, what's crazy? Okay, my ex-roommate, he was in the Navy, too. Yep. He he would tell you, they take a class, and the thing they tell you about payday loans, don't take them. Yeah. <laughs> at all. In fact, try to not take any loans at all. Yep. It, he does the opposite. So he, take, he took out a payday loan just to get into a fucking apartment with no job, uh, no, no college, no cost of living, nothing. Just his pay that he had left over from the Navy. So he gets in there. No, oh, and that's another thing. He went and bought a Ford Mustang. The I nice remember. Suits, bought a couple suits. You know, fucking big balling. Like, now he's hit the I got this money. I got this money, guys. <laughs> okay, big time. Bought my mom a riding lawnmower. Uh, you know, it's fucking went went to the nines, Daniel. Like all plans. Dollar bills, dollar bills. Yeah, he's just he's just throwing the money. He's just like, hell yeah, you want some? Yeah. <laughs> so he moves in with this guy, and now all of his money's gone. And guess what? The rent's fucking due. Like it's time to pay, and Aaron ain't got no fucking money. And so the guy's like, well, you got to pay. And this is somebody Aaron grew up with. Like, this is a kid he's known his whole life. And Aaron's like, well, I don't have the money. I, I can't do it. And the kid says, either you pay or I'm taking you to court. You've got to pay your part of the rent. And Aaron's like, so he gets a job. So I, at that time, I was in college, and I was working at Best Buy. And uh, no, 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 I'd left I'd left Best Buy. But I told Aaron, I was like, hey, man, you should get hired at Best Buy. It's an easy gig. You make good money. Um, you know, super simple. You know, just go there. So he did. He goes, he gets a job, and he's working security, which is what I did. And, you know, Wally's like getting on his ass about the rent, you know, the rent's due, the rent's due, the rent's due. Most people would just like most people Aaron's age would just leave. Like, let's go back home. I'm not staying with you. It's not working out. You know, I don't have the money. Let me just let me catch. Let me get, let me save up a little bit. What did Aaron do? He went over. He took the fucking cell phones, grabbed them, walked outside, put them in the trash can and waited till the store closed, drove around and grabbed them. And then went and sold them on Craigslist for like a reduced cost. And uh, he did this like a shit ton of times. And finally they caught on. Their inventory kept dropping and dropping and dropping. So one of the managers goes in there and reviews the footage. And he's, like, he's caught doing it. I mean, it's clear as plain as day. And it's not, and it's the bad part, Daniel. He wasn't making a lot of money doing it. Like, if you're going to steal, steal big. Like, you know, make some fucking money. Like, did you tell me? Oh, shit. Did you tell me he was also taking like, projectors all, all that good shit too yeah like, yeah and he, he'd fucking throw it in the damn trash can and didn't make any money off it. he was selling it for like dirt cheap like for 35 bucks and like meeting some guy in a parking lot somewhere and like hey man i got this for sale and uh and the reason why he was doing this i think he befriended one guy that i guess was in the navy too and the guy was telling him, he was like oh yeah man you can put this stuff up on craigslist people will buy it and so aaron was like yeah okay and so he does it and of course they caught him and like after they catch him, they fire him, and these detectives walk in, and they're like, hey, 
uh, you know, we know what you were doing. And Aaron's like, yeah, he just, he fesses up to it. That's, that's the fucking dumbest thing you can do is admit to it. And he's like, yeah, I did it. You guys caught me. And they're like, okay, well, we'll be in touch. And, um, you know, that was it. He didn't hear anything from him. And he was like, I, I thought it was done. I was like, Aaron, it's not just done. You just admitted to him. You stole $2,500 worth of stuff. They're not just going to walk away. So, um, anyways, no, it was $10,000 worth of stuff. God damn. Yeah, sorry. sorry, everybody. I got the numbers wrong. It's 10. <laughs> just, just a little off. <laughs> yeah. There's no way in, there's no way in fuck Aaron can pay it. Like, it's not going to fucking happen. Oh, man. So, you know, of course, he gets found. That's what that Christmas, like, and that Christmas, Daniel, I felt bad for him. I went and bought him a TV, an Xbox 360, and I gave him all that for Christmas. I was like, here you go, man. I, I know you kind of got it rough right now. This will help you out. On his way home with the shit in the car, he gets pulled over. And they tow his car, throw him in jail. And I'm like, fuck, man. I just spent all that money on your fucking Christmas gift, and it's gone. Just like that. And my mom's crying. She's like, I don't know what's going on. He's, he's just got traffic tickets. It's just traffic tickets. And I was like, no. What he said. <laughs> no, no. It ain't traffic tickets. But, but, but did you know exactly, like, when you got that call, do you do exactly, like, uh, when she told you how much it was, do you kind of like, yeah, it's not, it's. Yeah, there's no way in hell. There's no way in fucking hell that he goes to jail with that much of a bail and it's just traffic tickets? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, usually, if you go to jail for a traffic ticket in three days, you get out and they're all taken care of. It's very rare that they do that. They usually just want you to pay. And uh, so I was thinking, well, he'll be out in a few days, so what's the point? And when he finally got booked in on the theft charge, you know, state jail felony, theft of property, 2000 to 25000 I was like, oh, okay, no, that's, uh, yeah, he was stealing some shit, Mom. It's not It's not that he was, you know. So he gets out, he gets put on probation, and he'd show up to the fucking probation. He was still in the Navy while all this was going down, Daniel. Like, he was still, like, on reserve. He'd show up to his probation appointments wearing his uniform because, like, I'm in a hurry and I got to get there. And, of course, they chewed him out one time for wearing it. They're like, hey, man, don't you wear that up here. And my mom was like, what business is it there? Is that he served his country. Why? And I was like, Mom, it's embarrassing. He's on probation. It, does, it doesn't look good. The Navy doesn't want criminals. They don't want people to steal shit. Well, nobody helped him. And I was like, nobody told him to go to fucking Waco and live with Wally Lang and steal from his <laughs> It's not like I was sitting over there, Aaron, you need to steal. You got to pay your rent, man. <laughs> uh, if it was a drug addiction, I think everybody would understand. Okay, he's addicted to drugs. That's it. It was a stupid addiction. Like, he's just a fucking idiot. Wait, and, who, who bailed him out? Oh, uh, he sat in there for two months, Daniel. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nobody fucking bailed him out. He just fucking sat in there. How much was the bill? Uh, it's like $1,500. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he stayed in there the whole time. He didn't bail out. Damn. Uh, I, I say to him, I think he was only in there for like three weeks. But uh, Still bad enough, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, so he just sat there and played cards all day. That's all he did. Um so he gets out, gets on probation, and he meets this girl while he's in the Navy doing stuff, or he meets her online, and she lives out in North Carolina. And they get, like, super involved. Like, they're living together. He tells me he's going to marry her and all this shit. And then uh, she says, well, I don't want to live here in Texas. I'm going back home. And she goes back. And so he's down here in Texas. No, he goes back with her, and he calls me, and he says, hey, man, I'm, you know, I got all my community service done. They said when I got my community service done and I paid my fees, I'm done. 
And I'm like, yeah, okay, where's your discharge notice? And he's like, they didn't give me a discharge notice. They just said, if I pay my fees in my community service, I'm done. I'm like, okay, did they tell you goodbye, good luck? Did anybody shake your hand and wish you well? Did you see a judge? And he was like, no, no, they just, when I get my stuff done, I'm good. I'm like, Aaron, that doesn't sound right. Like I, I've been doing this for about, at that point, four years. And I'm like, I, I don't think that's how it works, Aaron. You should got some kind of something that says that you're finished. Uh, or at least somebody tell you. Like I, I told all my guys, hey, you're done. You're good to go. Don't come back. And you didn't get anything? And he's like, no, no, they said. So sure enough, Daniel, a month after he's gone, they call me looking for him because they know who I am because I work in another county. And they're like, yeah, what happened? And I'm like, well, he moved. He moved out of state. And they're like, well, do you know where he is? And I'm like, not exactly, but I got his phone number and you can call him. And they're like, he's not answering our calls. And uh, the next month goes by. And now, like, the county, the real, because he was, he was being supervised by Navarro. Now, Waco County, McLennan County's calling me. And they're like, if he doesn't show up, uh, you know, we're done with him. That's it. And it's all there. And I was like, bro, you've got to get down here. Like, you can't, you can't just let this go. They're going to put a warrant out for your arrest and they will find you, especially if you're in the military. They're going to know that you're in the fucking military, you idiot. So, um, and, and it's like, you're on probation and you're going overseas. Like, you can't fucking go get a gun, you dumb ass. You're fucking <laughs> on probation. You know, it's a fucking idiot. And, uh, anyways, he comes back and, uh, he finally goes down there, and we've probably talked about this on the podcast. He's in the courtroom, and they said, look, you were gone for three months. That's state jail. And he's like, well, what can we do to make it work? And I said, okay, the best we can do, and this, there's, there's no attorney in the room. Aaron didn't even fuck with an attorney. This is just his dumbass. And he's like, well, what can we do? I don't want to do, go to jail. And they said, okay, well, you're going to have to go to a punishment facility for three months. And uh, you'll work there, and when, you, when you're done... Um, you're back on probation until you're finished. I, I can't do three months. I can't do three months. I got bills to pay. I got, I got, I got rent that's due. I can't do three months. And they're like, okay, um, well, that, that's it. That's the offer. So he fucking leaves. He just walks out of there, just turns around and walks out. And he calls me and he's like, yeah, I, I couldn't do three months. And I was like, you know, Aaron, that was, that was your one shot, man. That was it. Like they, they weren't, they're not going to do anything else. And so my mom called me and she's like fucking bawling crying. She's like, I didn't raise him like this. What, what, what's wrong with him? Why doesn't he understand? Why doesn't he get it? So I called him back and I said, look, Aaron, you've got to go back in there. And if you want to be a free man, you have to tell them you'll take the deal. Like you've, you've got to do it. He's like, yeah, I guess I will. And he goes in there and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll do it. But uh, you're going to do six months instead of three. So I had to go to this fucking facility for six months. And uh, he got he got out like on weekends and stuff. And every now and then we went and saw him down there. Why why are you gonna live like that, Daniel? And that's what started all of his problems. Like everything's went down here. I don't even know if he finished the probation. Maybe I assume he did, but that's the fucking much. How can you know? Like, and so at some point he gets pulled over because he didn't have insurance. So if you do that enough times, you get your license pulled. He gets his license pulled and he doesn't even bother trying to get it back. And that's been in the last five years. That's the story of Aaron. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit you've ever fucking heard. He was working at a movie theater and he wore a He got promoted to manager, manager of a movie theater, Daniel, like assistant manager. And so he buys, he gets one of his shitty suits. And he, he's fucking, uh, 
he's cleaning the floor. He's got a little broom and a dustpan. And the uh, this woman comes out, this old lady, and she says, wow, I've never seen a janitor in a suit before. <laughs> <laughs> old Aaron. Wait, did he have to, he told me because of his dress code, did he really have to dress in a suit, Shane? No, Daniel, he didn't have to dress like that. He's a fucking idiot. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it just, it's mind boggling. Like, that's what my dad always says. He's like, it's mind boggling. And everybody's like, well, he must be on drugs. I'm like, no, he's not on drugs. He's just an idiot. You know, he just doesn't think about shit. And uh, I don't know. I get worried. Sometimes I get worried that it's going to get bad and he's going to get depressed or something. So I don't know. That boy. I don't know, I don't know what to do. We tried it. We've tried everything, Daniel. We've yeah. tried it all. You you offered him to live there. You yeah. you did a few things. Well, my cousin Jacob was going to get him a car. Right? Yeah, also a job, right? Yeah, he was going to get no he, the job he had. All he had to do was come and start working. Like Jacob gave him the job. It just you know the car was going to come if he if he met his quota. Which all of my cousin's employees they all make their quota and then some. The guys make a shit ton of money, and uh, you know so he's got a pretty good business. He's not rich, um, but it's pretty good. Like, it's enough to where they can do what they want. Like, they go to Scotland, they travel to Europe. I mean, they do okay. And for him to not take that, I mean, it's got to be the stupidest thing in the world. All because he didn't want to listen. He didn't want to play by our rules. Like, you've got to be home by a certain hour at night. Yeah, you got to be home. We don't you waking up the fucking kids, you know? Remember, what, what about, I want to uh, walk around the house in my underwear. I was like, you could do that now. <laughs> But oh well, he's a fucking idiot, Aaron, or Daniel. So, um, yeah, I, you know, what are you gonna do? So, what Aaron's not gonna get on here, so you might as well tell me. So, did he? Uh, okay, so we were talking, uh, <laughs> and I'll just tell you the message. So, I was talking to my my family, and uh, he's like, All right, let's see what he said. Let me get through all this bullshit about the family tree because he's doing all this research. (laughs) All right. Okay, so on Sunday, so yesterday, he told us, he says, I'm not taking the job in Waco. So my mom... Oh, crap. I'm surprised. Yeah, so my mom gives him the thumbs up, the big Facebook thumbs up. And she says, what job are you going to take? And Aaron says, nothing right now. And he gives a frowny face, like just nothing. He says, but on top of all my issues, I can't risk car failing after driving another six hours just to get up there. And I said, you also can't risk the 5-0. And then I sent the link for... Uh, for um, <laughs> What what do you say? <laughs> says uh, uh, he didn't say anything, but my mom just said, "Yeah, I agree with you." So that's that. So he's he's staying. He's gonna try to make it work. That's but the, Shane, but it's still gonna follow him later on, though. <laughs> he's got he's got to get he's got to get some stuff done. So my what I, what what we told him, what me and John told him to do, is you get. You know, you let her know you got these issues. And this yeah. Is what, this is what I got to do. 
And then somehow you get a job down there where you don't have to drive, something she can take you to. You save up enough money to where you can start paying some of this stuff off. Once you get it paid, get your license back, and then you can go do whatever the fuck you want, man. But you've got he's got to clear the legal stuff first. Yeah. Or anything else happens, he's got to take care of it. And it's not a priority. He doesn't give a fuck. Like that's not he's not interested. He he told us in the podcast, like, y'all don't even know what all I've paid. I'm like, you shouldn't have had to pay for any of it. You should have paid it one time and been done. I mean, I went through it when I was uh, you know, 18, but that's fucking half my life ago, you know? I mean yeah. I kind of learned quick, oh, yeah, if I don't pay this off, it's just going to get worse. So got to start paying that stuff off. But then what it doesn't make sense is he's like, he won't pay the police. He won't pay the city. But he'll pay this fucking roommate that's doing drugs and steals all of his shit from his house. But he'll pay him. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And he's been robbed how many times? That chick that uh, he brought over that was a high school two. friend? Yeah, he got his computer stolen. Then he got his Xbox stolen. and uh, No, his Xbox was stolen first. Then his uh, computer. And now he's just got that shitty old fucking laptop. He sits there and does the family tree all day. Watches videos. It's on Facebook. Eats up a pizza. <laughs> Bert, heat up that bad boy. <laughs> Daniel, how can you just sit around the house and not do shit all day? I mean, wouldn't you go fucking crazy? Yeah, okay. And then, we don't really know if he's lying about that. He might not do anything. He told us, oh, I do... I do, I do the dishes. I do the shade. It doesn't take that long to do dishes. He ain't doing dishes. <laughs> he ain't doing no fucking dishes. And then he might be lying about the book. He's like, oh, I spent like an hour and 30 minutes working on the book. I said, whatever. He ain't writing a fucking book, man. <laughs> he barely wrote the one that he did. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's just, yeah, you could, you could do a whole podcast about Aaron and it just frustrates you. It doesn't make any, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, we'll see, uh, um, I see Easter will be coming up soon, so he'll, we'll see if he goes to that. Um, if he takes the, the, takes the choice to get pulled over <laughs> to visit. I can't so, believe that that girl let him drive up to Michigan with those tags five years out of date like that. Like, love, I, hope, I hope they really <laughs> took her car. And, he, and Aaron was like, Okay, so this is this is a this is a woman who's lived with her parents. You know, she's she's just out of college. I mean, she's just out of law school. And Aaron told her, we can drive to Michigan and instead of getting a hotel, we can just sleep in the car. We're like, what kind of fucking who wants to sleep? What kind of woman wants to sleep in their fucking car with Aaron? Like you're a fucking hobo. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Remember, he told you he would choose to uh, uh, sleep in his car at the, for the job that he wanted to go to. It's like, Aaron, that shouldn't even be a, a life choice <laughs> at all. It's like, let me see, what's my choice? Sleeping in the bed or sleeping in the car? <laughs> uh, car's not too bad. <laughs> I mean, you, you got rappers and shit in that car, fucking <laughs> smoke in the car. <laughs> you know, it's like a little smoke when he goes to sleep at night and fucking burns his car down. <laughs> He looks like a fucking hobo, man. You know what? He should have just stayed in fucking Kearns, man. He'd have fit right in. He just should have stayed in in mom's house. Said, Mom, I'll take the house. You can go move to Corsican or whatever. And just stayed there. 
and he'd been perfectly fine. The house would have caved in on him, and he'd be living with <laughs> wild animals and shit, and he'd be perfectly fine. We build that tree house that got yeah, shut down. <laughs> taking a dump out in the yard, like just shitting and pissing out. He'd just walk outside to pee, go back in. All he needs is a microwave and a little mini fridge. <laughs> like that show, uh, trailer, he would become uh, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> the pissing a jugs, <laughs> jugs of jugs. <laughs> My favorite part about that, so what we're talking about, everybody, is Trailer Park Boys. It's a Canadian comedy show. But my favorite part about that is so Ricky's dad was a truck driver. And, and to save time to not stop, he just pissed in a jug. And so he had, like, these milk jugs full of piss. And one day they find, like, I guess underneath the highway, a jug. And they're like, oh, it's, my, it's the last memory I have of my dad. It's the only thing I got left of him. And, like, Ricky's, like, walking around with this jug of his dad's piss. Like, <laughs> That's my favorite moment. Like the whole show is Ricky walking around with that damn jug of piss. <laughs> last memory I have of my dad. It's all I got left. And it's like you don't even know if that's his dad's jug. It's just some random jug of me. You like it's like his urn. That's what he puts on his mantle. Is his dad's piss in <laughs> a jug? That's that's my favorite, hands down. Like that, and that was one of the newer episodes. So that was really impressive that they. <laughs> They still kept it funny when they came back. So yeah, it's hard to keep shows that fresh anymore. Yeah, you were the one that told me about Trailer Park Boys a long time ago. It's good. I, I thought the damn show was great all the way through, and even when they brought it back, it's still good. Now, the only thing I don't like, I didn't really care for the Europe trips, like where they traveled to Europe. And, yeah, and I didn't really care for the one where they go to NASA and they play space and like these are hard criminals and they're just playing space. Like that was kind of dumb. Um, or else, uh, but you know, uh, season three was kind of stupid when they brought in Ellen Page and she was like, "Yeah, Le- daughter." That was kind of corny. Um, but all in all, it's a good show. I, I like when yeah. uh, they played uh, they played space in the street. Uh, Mister Leahy was like, there, "There's reports so people get high and drink," and, and Rick, Ricky's like, "Yeah, us." Admitting <laughs> <laughs> to the crime. <laughs> yeah, I like Leahy. Was like. It's a river of shit. <laughs> the shit NATO is coming for y'all guys. <laughs> it's, it's a liquor. I need the liquor. Didn't, uh, didn't the actor that played Bubbles, didn't he get in trouble for hitting some chick or something? Get- I'm not sure. I know a few of the actors died, like uh, Leahy and yeah. the mo- the wife died. It's crazy. Like, uh, yeah. But they still got the ritual people. Uh, Bubbles probably... I try to remember what happened to him. He's still doing the show for sure. Oh, Bubbles. Mm-mm. I love that show, though. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, I'll try one more time to see if I can add Aaron into here. How's the uh, how's uh, just TV doing? The one you found? So uh, it's got, I kind of showed a little, uh, a little scratch that it had. It's got like three lines. It kind of looked like a scratch. And when the um, you can see when the TV's like really lit up, it kind of looks like a a little bit of a stain. It's like this round circle. It doesn't really affect the overall quality, but if like if that's your main TV, it would probably annoy you. Like oh, it's got this thing. So uh, it's fine to like have up in in Rogers area where the kids come to play video games or whatever. So it's not. It wouldn't want to be your go to TV, but it's it's an okay. It still looks great. I mean, if it's really bright. 
you can't you can't see it, but I mean it's obvious it's there. Like you can tell. Oh. It's, hey, it's still free TV. Yeah, no, it's and that was a a hell of a deal, man. I was driving down the road and uh, I looked and I was like, oh shit, that's the TV on the couch, and I, I didn't see any cracks on it. I was like, well, fuck, I'm taking this damn thing home. I looked online. A lot of people said that what that is, it's the LED strips they put inside. Sometimes the lights go out, and you can replace oh. the strips, but it's kind of hard to do. So. Yeah, I guess John and Aaron aren't aren't joining. John said he's at work. Oh, oh it's inventory. Yeah, that sucks. Dilly so, has a few more days left. So, like, there's always going to be an inventory, right? For the, the store, or yeah. every year, uh, a day. Right. Uh, for, but uh, meat, I know it's like once a month, but store inventory is like once a year. Okay, and but there's no way he can ever get out of that. Like he's always gonna. Oh hell no, he's a department manager. Unless yeah. I told him, Shane, he just needs to step down and go to Cap One, work four yeah. to one. You always leave on time, but no, he's like, oh, uh, you know how John is. Is he in? Is he in Warren's store? Does he still work for Warren? No, uh, Warren's at a different store now. Oh, okay. He's doing so, good too. Uh, yeah. Warren, last time I talked to him, he's doing pretty good. Still owes me ten dollars, son of a bitch. <laughs> I remember. I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't say he listens to the podcast. So, oh well. <laughs> Sorry, Warren, but you owe me ten bucks, bro. <laughs> nope. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, John said he says, uh, "Gosh, I look fat in the vids." I mean, does he really look fat in just <laughs> the vids? Like, <laughs> hey, Jamie, remember that picture? <laughs> 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 and Shane, he told me he was going to work on that too. Yeah, he that told his, you that too. That was his resolution. <laughs> oh, it's lit too, Shane. I sure asked him what he gave up for lit. What do you think he gave up last yeah, year? Probably. What did he say he gave up last year? A hamburger or something? He fucking fast food. Oh, fast food. I forgot what it was. It was a couple of things. I know he was pissed one time because somebody was eating in front of him, and he's getting mad at him. So when he said fast food, that didn't rule out like other food, like restaurant food, right? Like you could still go to Chili's. You know, you, you know he he worded it right. Fast food was like Ridley's and stuff, but he didn't say restaurant. So <laughs> he that's how he gets people shade. He does the Aaron thing. He tells you part of truth. Rest of it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> he's still going to Red Robin, getting a big old cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, did you fast. just did you hear a story about uh, McDonald's? Yeah, Shane. Only John would want to return that food. I said, John, it's McDonald's. Of course, you can't return the food. Cheap ass. <laughs> and John's like, they got a sign there. I said, no shit, John. Mm. You live you live in a shitty area. You you, you think they're going <laughs> to... It's podcast. I was like, he was like, yeah, you, don't, you should never tell anybody that they're doing great because there's always room to improve. I was like... That's kind of an asshole, John. <laughs> he's like, I, he said he he said he's never been to a restaurant where he's been fully satisfied. I was like, come and, on, and the fuck, he, man. And he's lying because he told me the best. Uh, there had to be like two times he did, and he just probably did one saying. And you know what? He wants it to be like that so he doesn't have to tip. Yeah, he's probably yeah. one of those guys. Like, he's like, has to be perfect. Your, your drink has to be filled like ten times. Food's like. Uh, like, really, like, on point and st- like that. I don't know how Cece puts up with it. I asked her at the last thing we went to. I was like, are you okay with John not tipping? Like, that doesn't bother you? And she laughed. And he's like, oh, he's gotten better at it. And I was like, 
No. He got worse. She's straight <laughs> Straight lied to your ass, Shane. She's like, she's probably gonna lie to me if I ask her that too. She's she embarrassed. Finally, she, she, she finally likes like, oh, I love my husband. He's he's tight on that penny. <laughs> yeah. More 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 food, more money for us. <laughs> and then John just tried to dangle his words that one day. He's like. Remember, he told us, "Oh, my my uh bill was just six bucks, but you didn't add your wife's food, and, and <laughs> you, you so you didn't tip for probably twenty twenty thirty dollars worth of food." It's I don't like, know. Like, I would feel so guilty. Like, I get guilty. Like, just go. I mean, I don't know how you can just walk away and not give anything like that. Like, it's like, come on, man. And Gips. just John walking out of the restaurant with a smile on his face. Boo do 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 do. <laughs> he, paid, he paid the price on the menu. That's what he paid. That's all he needed to pay. Is it they? They get paid already. He's fine. He probably justifies. He's like, "Well, I bought a drink." I'm like, what the fuck, John? <laughs> well, we've all bought drinks. That's that's just free money. It's like, no, they have to pay for those drinks. Like, you know, you can't just set up a Coke machine and not pay for it. Um. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, man. That him and Tippin, he tried to say something about Tippin the other day. With this, but he was talking about that on his podcast. He's like, "Yeah, it's never been great. You can always do better." And I'm like, "Come on, man!" So I was trying to think of restaurants I could take him to that where he could not say it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, "What? How, what's it going to take? Like, what would he have to have?" Gene, you take it to a five star restaurant. He would find a way that tip. He'd like, be like, nice. "You saw that." He puffed into me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too clean. I like things that are dirty. I want to dirty it up. Like this food's too tasty. I like my food to be a little nasty. Like, what the fuck? He uh, what did he say about that? He said, "Oh, we go to Target. Very attractive woman, blonde cashier. Didn't say hi to me." I was like, "Why does she got to fucking say hi to you?" Like. Just bring up the shit and go. You got to talk to every fucking person you, you come across. Yeah, at Target, I thought he hated his wife going to Target. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, too, Shane. You she, know. John's making Walmart money, and she's going to Target. Yeah, you know how it is. You know what to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he tells all his coworkers, he's like, oh, yeah, I love Walmart. And secretly, he goes out and gets a candy bar from Target. <laughs> he's like, oh, I love this Target shit so much better. I like uh, Gabriel called him out when that, that one when we were doing that one star or less, and that woman said, uh, we're closed, bitch. And John's on the podcast, and he's like, I cannot believe that an associate would say such a thing. I cannot <laughs> And Gabriel's like, oh, yeah, he bleeds blue, because he fucking knows good and well that that bitch said that shit. Like, he fucking knows. Um, he, he knew. Yeah, sometimes John, he does some, he does some crazy things, <laughs> too. He's not as bad as Aaron by any stretch, but yeah. you heard his podcast. I love. Uh, he was talking about that one thing. He's like, Aaron made a lot of bad decisions. Oh, what he say is like, oh, I know, guys. Uh, everybody's got to get up and go to work, unless uh, unless you like Aaron, he don't have to worry about nothing. He's got no job to go to. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, it's yeah. His podcast. He's got some. He's had some good ones. J- JP's what. For all the listeners, check out JP's what. But the only problem is, is that uh, his delivery sometimes a little fucked up. Like, uh, like his does that at the end where he's like, "And me, I'll talk to you later," or something like that. But sometimes I fuck it up. And I'll be like, "You and me," and it's like, John, come on. 
Come on, bro. You gotta get this down. Just just think about all that damn long travel. And I got on every time he tries to if he bitches about it, I get on his ass when he uh talks about traffic and stuff. I said, like, Well, John, I I uh, I told you before, go to somewhere closer. He's like, Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never does it. I bet he's yeah, not been looking transfer. to it. It would be wouldn't it be easier just to transfer closer to home? Yeah, it'd be way easier, but nope. He's probably figured out a system in that store where he can get by without doing shit. And he really doesn't want to ruin it. Probably got a really good system. Because he's over electronics, right? Didn't he do it? Yeah. yeah, he's probably got something figured out where he can stay back in that DVD cage or something all day. Nobody <laughs> messes with him. Just stay in that cage. Yeah. Leave me alone. I do my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was doing his job that time. That guy went in there and scanned him off that that took swap the UPC prices for that TV or whatever it was, and John's caught on video talking to the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, there was another time a guy, John saw him. He John's talking to the guy, and he, he didn't know his friend was like taking TVs. Like it, yeah. he was, and he was an ex coworker there talking to John. Yeah. Like that's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy too. Good old John. Good old John. And, and he was doing that. I think that was one. Uh, uh, that was one of the stories. He hit up three stories that night. So that was just one story he went to. John's all smiling on camera, talking to him. Hey, what's up, boy? <laughs> you gonna steal from me? All right. <laughs> so why why does John say he's gonna go fucking driving around Dallas to save his fucking family? Like we were talking, he was talking about what he would do in the apocalypse. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I guess I gotta go over to my grand or mother in law's house. And I was like, John, you're gonna fucking die if you go into the city. Nobody's going into the city. Like that's, it was good for him. <laughs> Why are we doing it for other people? Yeah, right. Wouldn't that be funny if I called you up like before the cell phones go down? I'd be like, Daniel, we've got to go get John. You'd be like, Shane, I'm already in course of Canada. Don't call me. <laughs> Fuck. Somebody's got to save John. <laughs> John, I, I really think John's saying it just to make himself feel good. I really think. What do you oh, do? Is oh. Pack those kids in. Yeah. Tell his wife, like, all right, we're going to your families. But he doesn't. He goes straight to Corsica. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't even bring the wife. Maybe he just goes on his own. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> your mom didn't want to go with us. <laughs> you know, just take the kids. Yeah. <laughs> What, slow this down. <laughs> I think I think John's starting to like reach his limit because he one podcast he was talking to me like uh Shane, you ever put your foot down? You ever put your foot down? I'm like, John, what you having problems? Like you, you feel like you need to put your foot down? Put your foot down, boy. Step up. And what was the other thing? There was something else that she was doing that was frustrating. As a podcast, John was getting mad that yeah. she's using the money, like she was like, no, I don't want you to uh, get a sign up for a card. Then I have to pay for it. John's like, well, guess what? You're gonna, <laughs> you guys get a card. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy, he he even says in the podcast, like he gives her the card, so he's holding on to the cards. His buddy, his he's holding on to these credit cards, giving it to her. Then he gets mad because of eighty dollars. You heard about that one? He's like, I'm just going to spend $33, John. She comes back, $88. And John's like, what the fuck happened? She's like, there was something on sale. John's mad as fuck, Shane. Uh, meanwhile, he's got his little bag, a bag of little Debbie's. <laughs> John's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> 
bad as fuck. He loses his appetite. <laughs> I'm tired of shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh man. And you know, it probably kind of went down like that. <laughs> gas in the car <laughs> yeah did, did you uh there was one podcast talking about how he, he sold something he had to put the gas money in the car and then when his wife saw him she's all happy he's like so you, you sold it he's like, yeah he's like where's the money he's like i put it in your car she's like, oh i was gonna save it y'all was like bullshit that money was gonna be mine but he had to put it in the car <laughs> oh god man oh, oh shit all right, all right, boy. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this one up, man. All I got to right. figure out uh, what clever intro I'm going to put on here. I don't know what I'm going to put on. <laughs> I guess we're getting complaints about the uh, the outro being a little uh, not PC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, I think you posted it for the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, Big Beef in season two. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Have a good one, boy. Bye. Slaver still driving, still driven at the age of three. Tootin' around Coatesville, Pennsylvania. And you know when she's coming. No mistake in her 79 two-tone Coupe de Ville. But I think the story here is she's three, four next month. And she looks 25 years younger. Ms. Flamer, the shout-out's for you. Why do you call yourself a nigga? Nigga, 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 nigga. Cause I'm a motherfucking nigga. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Now on the note of music, we aired some music just a few minutes ago. And obviously, for those of you that heard it, it was the wrong music uh, that aired. And we apologize for that. It was a terrible mistake. And we're working very hard to make up for it. Back after a quick break.